Welcome to the Disruptive Entrepreneur Podcast. What does the word disruptive mean to you? It means going beyond the ordinary, going beyond the status quo. Not thinking in the conventional way, not just sort of following the herd. Disruptive means shaking things up, you know? Disruptive entrepreneur is somebody who sees the problem and embraces the problem with a new way. Shake up and awakening. Quality will take care of itself and you'll go from being disruptive but also profitable. When you use your own reservoir of talent, when you love what you do, then you disrupt. Mix it up, change it up and dominate. And now, your host, eight times best-selling author and double world record holder, Rob Moore. Hi, it's Rob here. How to be more confident, even if you don't have experience and the thing you want to gain confidence in, you've not done before. Now, there's a real myth around confidence that I think I need to clear up right now. And that is that you're not confident or you can't be confident or you weren't born confident. Because the reality is no one is confident and everyone is confident. So let me explain. You, let's say you overall don't think you're confident. You have done something you're great at. You've honoured something. You've mastered it. Other people look up to you like you're some kind of genius at it. Whether it's playing in a band or, you know, some kind of skill or hobby. Vocation, vacation doesn't matter. But there's something you're great at. Now, that thing that you're great at, you're confident in. Even if you think you're not a confident person. I'll give you an example. You know, these sort of lost 13-year-old kids who parents say, oh, well, you know, they're not really developing any skills in anything. They're bloody good at computer games and they're pretty confident of being able to beat their mates on it and do all these moves and, you know, they've got all the burning enthusiasm and energy and desire for that. So, conversely, if you look at someone who you perceive to be confident, um, they are confident in the thing that they've mastered that you're looking at and you assume they're a confident person when in reality they're confident at that But like for me, for example, in property, in business, you know, doing my podcast, I'm pretty confident, you know, so I have my ups and downs. Um, But, you know, you put me in a yoga class and I'm going right to the back. I'm having none of that. I don't want anyone to see me. I'm not live feeding me doing yoga. I look like a baby horse being born for the first time and trying to walk when it's never walked before. Nightmare. So the reality is there are no confident people across the board. There are no non-confident people across the board. And you must remember that. You must remember that you can be confident in anything you want to master, um, that you know you want to learn, that you want to move into. You just simply have to A, believe you can be, and then B, follow a few simple processes that you or others have gained confidence in other areas and then transmute it into this area. So I've made a list of maybe nine or 10 things I can help you do to get more confident. Here we go then. So where have you been confident before? Maybe you're great at martial arts, but you're starting out in business or, you know, whatever. So you look at how you got really confident in the area that you honoured and mastered. What did you do? Well, you practised for ages. You read, you studied, you really enjoyed it. You did a lot of research, you watched a lot of YouTube videos. Um, you, you went and got mentors, you, know, you did courses, uh, you hung around people in those groups. You went on social media communities and spent a lot of time in there and you built your skills and confidence over time and your experience. And then people helped you up and then you helped back and it gave you even more confidence when you were able to help others and you saw other people lifting up. So that's like a simple system and process that you followed. When I say simple, I mean simple, not easy. So what is it that you want to become, for, become confident in? that you're labelling yourself as unconfident when in reality is you're just not confident in that thing yet and follow those 
systems and strategies. And those systems and strategies, let me just repeat and, and a little bit more slower, I suppose. Number one is who's done it before? Who, you know, who is a master who was once a disaster? Who's a winner who was once a beginner? And how can you model the traits of the greats? Model what they did. That's the first thing. Find their courses, find their podcasts, find their audiobooks. Um, you know, find the people who mentored them, go a, a level above. And, you know, you'll find that they had challenges, which will give you confidence. You'll find that they were no good at it at the start, which will give you confidence. It's ironic that you get confidence when you realise other people had to learn it rather than were born it. So when you understand people's journey in reality rather than your perceived fantasy that they're all amazing and they were born like that and they look so effortless. Um, you know, I think Bruce Lee used to say, I'm not scared of someone who can do um, 10,000 different kicks. I'm scared of someone who can do one kick, but they've practiced 10,000 times. Of course, I've butchered that quote slightly, but, you know, I'm paraphrasing. Um, so, yes. Now, um, Clive has just said, is it you or me? You keep stopping and starting. But actually, it's interesting you say about stopping and starting. It's you, Clive. It's not me. I should say it's me. It's not you. Um, everyone else seems fine. Give me a thumbs up if you're okay. Give me a smiley face if you think this is useful. If you're listening on the audio podcast, thanks for tuning in. Because this is something else that damages your confidence when you start and stop and start and stop and start and stop. I'm going to try this. Oh, I didn't work. I'm going to start again. I'm going to try this. Oh, I didn't work. I'm going to start again. I'm going to try this because I think it'll be easier. It didn't work. I'm going to start again. And if you keep starting, stopping, starting, stopping, starting, stopping, you actually do the opposite of building confidence in yourself. You build the belief that you can't do it. Uh, you know, and, and that can become a bit of a self-fulfilling prophecy. So the things that you want to get good at, you've got to keep going. You've got to persist. You've got to maintain consistency. You know, and even, you know, they say slow and silly wins the race. So you've got to balance your um, persistence with your patience. All right, great. So if you hang around people who lift you up and who are confident and who've done the thing, they'll drag you up. Whereas if you hang around people who lack self-worth, they'll chip at you to make themselves themselves feel better because they'll want to pull you down to their level or below so that they feel better about themselves. So really hanging around people with good esteem in the areas that you want to grow into is such a vital thing to do. And it's almost like the cheaty, quickie, easy way of doing it. Because, you know, it's great podcasts, seminars, courses, mentors, etc. You know, you're working at your craft. But, you know, that does take time. Whereas if you just get yourself out the way and you get a mentor or a coach or someone who holds you accountable, um, you kind of get yourself out of the way because who's the easiest person to lie to? Of course, you are. All right, then. Now, um, your confidence is like a bit of a battery gauge and it will go up as you win. It will drop as you have challenges. So like I said before, you have to keep going to just build that battery life up. You have to not keep just stopping, starting, stopping, starting, stopping, starting again. Then when you've been doing it a little while, you'd have seen things before. So when challenges come your way, you can reference how it was before to give you the faith and the persistence to keep going. Abigail has said, what if you can't afford a mentor? You can. Anyone can afford anything that's most important to them in their life. You will make it happen. And the reality is you will find a way if it's important enough to you. If I said to you, Abigail... Um, the children that you have or the children that you'll have one day, they will be kidnapped and taken away from you forever unless you raise £100,000 in the next six months. It would be a given. It would be done. So it's a myth that people can't afford things. What they do is they spend their money and time according to their values. So if you make something more important to you, then you find a way of raising the money. OK, you have to look at how far you've come. 
not just how far you want to go or, you know, how soon in the journey you are or this massive distance between where you are and where you want to be. What you have to do is just every day think yesterday I knew less. Yesterday I knew less. Last week, last month, last year, last decade, I knew less. Most people who are entrepreneurs, who are the, you know, the, the type A personalities, who are go-getters, who are achievers, who are driven, we have this little bit of a curse where we always want more, 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 more. And it's never enough. And we're never content. And instead of going, look what I've done this week. You know, look at what I've achieved. Look how much I've grown. Look, even if it's difficult, look at the challenges I've grown through. Instead of patting ourselves on the back, all we do is beat ourselves up into a pulp. And, um, you know, me saying this to you hopefully helps you, but it's also to help me because I know I do that all the time. And it's something that, um, you know, coaches and mentors and loved ones really help. Um, sometimes, you know, when one thing is not going so well, you forget all the other things that are going so well. So you have to catch yourself doing things well. You have to pat yourself on the back and you have to say, look how far I've come. And you have to focus on that as much as you're focusing on growth and progress and feedback and getting better. Um, so that you can keep filling yourself up rather than emptying your self-worth. If you forgive yourself for the things that you've wronged, the people you've wronged, the mistakes you've made, you know, the regrets you have, if you forgive yourself of those, you say, hey, I did the best with what I knew. It's okay, you know, like I didn't mean to, whatever bad result or whatever bad reaction from a person, uh, and, and you know that you cared and you know that you're a good person with a good heart. If you do that, that will really help your confidence. Because what must, most of us do, especially us sort of driven entrepreneurs, is we beat ourselves up for the mistakes that we make. And we hold on to these, the things that we did wrong. And then, because we're competitive, the things that people do against us. You know, we, it's like they're our, they're our enemy. And, you know, we hold this resentment and anger and bitterness and jealousy and envy and drive. And I want to win. And I want to, you know, you know, I want to beat this person. And, you know, whilst, whilst some of these emotions can be proactive because they keep you moving forward, they can always leave you empty. So I think it's really important to forgive yourself for the mistakes you've made. Forgive people who you perceive have wronged you, realising that they also did the best with what they knew. You know, and being a parent really teaches you that, that, you know what, whatever you do, it both serves and hinders your children, and you try your best, and you could be great for six and a half days out of the week, and then you flip out on the seventh day, normally before school, and then you beat yourself up about losing your control or your temper, when you, when you were a great parent for six and a half days. So you have to love yourself for who you are, and you have to build your own confidence up by looking at the skills, the traits, and the greatness in you. Now, I think it's a really good exercise for you to list between 50 and 100 things that is great about you. And I bet you've never done that before. And I bet no one's ever said to you, you should do that before. And I bet many people, when they start with their like, well, I've only got about three things. But the reality is that there are a hundred great things about you. There are probably a thousand great things about you. And when you feel like you're not confident, you're forgetting all those great things about you. And to remind yourself of those great things about you, to lift yourself up, because the world's going to beat you down as it is. You're going to have critics, you're going to have trolls, you're going to have haters, you're going to have negativity, you're going to have, you know, the, the, the media brainwashing, you know, it's, there's going to be challenges, you're going to get disrupted. The world's doing that to you anyway. So you don't want to compound it by doing it to yourself. So get a piece of paper out, 100 great things about me, I care, you know, I solve problems, 
I've, I've, I've helped this person, I've helped that person, I've got this skill, I've got that skill, I've got that degree, I've got you know, this ability. And if you can find some things in there that are unique about you, because by the way, we're all unique. There's no two people on the planet like us, like you, like me. Therefore, you're the best in the world at being you. So pick out some of the unique things about you and focus on that as much as you focus on growth and progress. Because the constant driving for growth and progress, I know how this feels because I do it all the time. And often you can feel empty because, you know, the ironic thing, if I'd have looked, ten, the 10 years ago me, if they'd have looked at me now, you know, I'd, I'd, that, some of the things I've achieved would have been a dream, an unrealistic dream, a fantasy. But I can't really go back and compare and say, oh, you know, I, the, the current me would have been really inspiring to the old me. Because I'm looking at the me in 10 years or Arnold Schwarzenegger or some other idol of mine thinking, when, when will I ever be as good as them or that? So you want to get yourself comfortably uncomfortable. You know, are you just nudging yourself out of your comfort zone continually? Because you will never build confidence if you always stay safe. If you get too uncomfortable, i.e. massive risk of failure or embarrassment, then of course you could go the other way and go back into your shell. So consistently and persistently, but progressively uncomfortable, uncomfortable, a little bit more, a little bit more. And you just keep pushing the edges. And if you push it incrementally, then you actually don't really notice how you're building yourself a lot more confidence. But it just happens naturally. And before you know it, you've got this really strong, deep wall of confidence that can't be broken by what people say or what people do or what the market does, you know, or disruptions to your, your business or your life. If you don't love yourself then no one else is going to love you. So loving yourself, picking out all those traits, realising that you are unique and you're worthy of love and the, the things that you do serve as well as they do fail. You know, you're looking at all the things you're not doing well or you haven't got yet and the experience you haven't got. But everything you do has this sort of balanced upside benefit or this ups, upside of skill. I'll give you an example in confidence. When you don't lack confidence at the start, you have more humility because when you're really confident, you can be overconfident and you can have hubris. So you have more humility at the start when you're not confident. You have a desire to learn more. You're more of a humble student. You talk less, you listen more. You don't, um, you know, you don't make yourself out to be an expert and talk over people, which you risk when you know a lot and you have overconfidence. So actually there's all these skills and there's all these things that are great about not having confidence. So something to consider. So you're perfect as you are. And when you're always trying to, be, to develop these new skills and traits like us entrepreneurs are, we sometimes forget that when we're trying to change ourselves and better ourselves, there's nothing wrong with us anyway. We're not broken. We're great the way we are. We're necessary the way we are. Whereas we're looking up to some people, some people are looking up to us. Whereas some people inspire us, we're inspiring to others. If we're inspired by someone's confidence, they're inspired by our humility and our grace, you know, and our um, maybe even our vulnerability. Uh, and so we must remember that, that you are perfect as you are. And then when you're developing your confidence, you should never try and be anyone other than who you are. And the temptation when you're building your confidence is to either under or over subordinate, you know, so either you're trying to be a bit better than you are, you're a blagger a bit, you know, you're trying to push the envelope a bit because you've got to build your confidence. They say fake it till you make it, which I think is a terrible saying. They only actually made that up because it rhymes because actually fake it, what well, you should never fake it. If anyone gives you any advice to fake it, uh, I think that's a really bad advice. However, be it till you see it or, you know, just trying to continually grow and progress 
but still being authentic to who you really are is great. So don't bullshit. Don't, you know, try and over pedestalize yourself and make yourself out as someone you're not. Because when you do that, you attract people who are attracted to the false version of you and not who you really are. And therefore, you won't have great relationships and partnerships because who's attracted to you isn't attracted to you. They're attracted to the version of you that you can't sustain or live up to because you're putting a false persona out. So actually, the best way to attract partnerships, relationships, to build your confidence, to attract a team, a great network, is show the world who you really are. Be the authentic you. And it's okay to say, hey, I'm just starting out, but I'm learning a lot. Hey, I've not been doing this long, but I'm reading all the time. You know, hey, you know, I'm just at the beginning, but I am your humble student. Tell me what you want me to do and I'll go and do it. And so you're telling people where you're really at. You're not trying to be anything that you're not. And you'll attract the right people to you, the right customers, clients, JV partners, financiers, etc. You know, when people say, oh, I just want to be loved for who I really am. Well, you're, sh- you're showing the world a false reality, a false um, veil a false persona of you. So how is the world ever going to accept you for who you are unless you show the world who you really are? So let me summarise these then. You must believe in yourself that you can become more confident and that you weren't born lacking in confidence and it wasn't your parents' fault and you can gain confidence in anything. You know, every master was once a disaster, every winner was once a beginner. Once you believe, then you have to understand that that everyone being confident or not being confident is a myth. We're all confident in the things that we're good at and we've honoured and we all lack confidence in the things that we haven't honoured and we don't know how to do and make us feel uncomfortable no matter how great we are perceived by society. So all you therefore do is model what you've done in an area of confidence in another area of your life and you model the traits of the greats and the confidence of um, people who are confident at making money or business or sales or marketing or quitting their job or being positive or being confident or whatever else. If you find confident people in the area that you want to be confident in and you get them as a mentor, you follow all their stuff on Facebook, on Twitter, on all social media, podcasts, go on their courses, you will get the results that they've got. They, you know, um, success leaves clues. They've on a journey. You can follow that and that can... That what also that does is minimise your mistakes because they've been there and done it and can guide you. Therefore, that minimises your knocks in your confidence because whilst you will make some mistakes, you'll make less mistakes. All right, hang around people who lift you up, not people who drag you down. People who are not confident themselves are chipping at you to make themselves feel better are not proactive to helping you become more confident. You want people who are so confident they want to help others become more confident and lift you up. As soon as you gain confidence, pass that knowledge on to other people because when you help other people become more confident, that fills your own void and that fills your own battery life, if you like, of confidence and that's a great thing to do. Look how far you've come not just how far you've got left to go. Forgive yourself of all the things you feel you've done that are wrong and the mistakes and the failings uh, and know that they served you and forgive others who you feel have wronged them knowing that that served you too. List all the great traits about you, at least 100. Do it right now. In fact, if you're on the live feed. You can do this on audio if you want to message me or if you want to um, post it in the Disruptive Entrepreneurs group. List at least one thing that's great about you right now. Write it in the comments or if you're you're watching this video later on, again, post it or post it in our community. I don't mind. One thing that is great about you. I dare you, double dare you to do because of course most people, that would break their confidence just to think about doing that. Get comfortably uncomfortable Take incremental risks so that you can build your risk resilience and that builds your confidence and your experience. 
Love yourself for who you are, otherwise no one else will. You're perfect, don't try and be anyone else. Be authentic, show the world who you really are so you can attract all the people that you need who care for you, for who you really are. I believe in you. I think I believe in you more than you believe in you because I've seen thousands of people grow from really shy, retiring wallflowers into flourishing, amazing human beings, not just getting results in their own life like wealth and passive income and financial freedom and confidence, but then they help other people do the same. And it's like when you become successful and confident, you drag the world up with you. So um, I've seen it so many times and I've seen so many people who are going through divorces, who've had loved ones die on them, who've been really ill, who've got a lot to genuinely feel that they've had a hard time and I've seen them completely turn their life around and I've been in the, the, the great position where um, I've been able to help a lot of people. So you can't tell me you can't do it. You can't tell me you can't build confidence in any area of your life. I believe in you more than you believe in you and I just need you to believe in yourself a bit more. So thanks for tuning in. Stay with me because what I'm going to do is read some of the things that you've mentioned that is great about you because I think this would be a great exercise. So Dave says he's always, he, he always laughs, which is great. Um, Clive says he's a great dancer, chef, golfer, and he's a positive person. Um, Philip has said he made lots of mistakes, but now he can see where he went wrong and is committed to making a difference through the progressive community. Fia said um, she is ethical. She saved lives. She genuinely likes helping people. Um, Edwina loves helping others. Peter says he's patient, which I'm not at, by the way. Um, so what a great share. Thank you. All right. Thanks for tuning in on this Sunday afternoon. If you don't risk anything, you risk everything. And make sure if you're listening or watching, you're in the Disruptive Entrepreneurs community because I want to help you more. Well, that's where you get a lot more one-to-one -one time with me. And I want to see you sharing these great things about you to inspire us Hi, it's Rob. We've got a couple of things coming up that I really wanted to let you know about. Uh, one of them is I'm going to be running quite a long experiment on doing a social media competition. So on my various social media platforms, on my Facebook at Rob Moore Progressive, on Instagram, which is probably at Rob Moore or at Rob Moore Progressive, on this podcast, I'm going to be doing some big giveaways. I'm probably going to pay someone's credit card off. I'm probably going to give away some prizes. So I'm just letting you know a bit in advance. I haven't decided when yet. Um, I'm just looking to do a little bit of a social experiment. Maybe I can get my reach and subscriptions up a bit more in return. So keep your eye out for that. Now make sure you're following me on all of my social media profiles because I'll probably be doing some random giveaways and not necessarily giving you advance notice about that. So that's the first thing. And then the second thing is the 150th episode of the podcast, we did a live studio um, we basically got myself and Joe Valenti and we filled out one of our meeting rooms and that seemed to go really well uh, doing the live studio episode. So we're going to try it again and um, we're going to do this for the 200th episode, which just happens to fall pretty much bang on Halloween. So we're going to do a business nightmares theme where I'm going to share with you all the mistakes and cock-ups over the years I've made. And I'm going to bring in a couple of guests who've also made some cock-ups, not just to say how rubbish we are, but of course, so that you can vicariously learn from them. So you don't make the mistakes again. And we'll drill into what we did, how we learned to improve the situation, why we made the mistakes, sometimes why we repeated the mistakes. So I think that'll be a lot of fun. And again, we're going to be doing it live in the studio. So you're going to have a chance to come and sit in. It's very intimate. I'll probably be 50 of us maximum. So there's probably going to be 
tens of thousands of people who would love to be here but can't be here. So all you need to do to get yourself a chance of being in the live studio is either review the podcast, The Disruptive Entrepreneur on iTunes, or review one of my books that you haven't yet reviewed. Review either the podcast or one of the books, and then on my Facebook page or private message or in the Disruptive Entrepreneurs community, just let me know you've done it, show me the screenshot, and the first 50-ish of you, we will get you booked to the live studio. Uh, We had a great time last time. We went on for hours, as is normally the case. You'll be able to ask your specific questions with us live as well. So I think it'll be a great show. Tag me in once you've done that. Show me the review. And if you're one of the first 50, we'll book you on.